You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog Podcast. This is a show that happens weekly where two old guys, or at least one of us, plays an old game. At least one of us. At least one of us. I hope it was you. <laughs> no, we're, we're two old guys just talk about shit. I just thought we were going to talk about samurais. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't need to research that. That's fine. I do. That's sad. <laughs> uh, because, spoilers, there will be a quiz later on, and I had to think really hard to come up with 10 samurai. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> two old guys play old games. Uh, I'm your beard host, Tyler. Or I think I got to jump the gun on that. I don't know. I'm very tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you had a you had a, a weird thing. couple of days. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you're going to get into it or not. I, yeah, no, I'm going. Okay, to. okay. I've, I've already cleared it. Okay. Uh, let's see. So this week uh, we couldn't make Call of Cthulhu work, so we are doing what you know we started out to do. We are yeah. go back to a list, right? So we are playing <laughs> down through Digital Trends Top 25 Sega Genesis games. Yes. This week we are playing the third. Nope. Second. Yes. The second. Best Sega Genesis game. According to Digital According Trends. Digital Trends. So it's got to be accurate. <laughs> I mean, they like, they're like a, they're like a website. Oh, yeah. They're a, they're a, yeah. They're a thing. The internet and tell lies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but before we hit all that, I'm your beard host, Tyler. Hey. And I am, I am tired and I'm okay now, but it was, it's been hectic uh, because Melissa needed uh, emergency surgery yesterday. Um, on her kidneys because she she has chronic kidney stones and the other day like there are some that are so big she, she can't do anything about it and they they turn into a kidney infection and bad things could have happened yeah. so they had to rush her straight in and do some stuff about it so because like Saturday let's see she's okay now she's okay yeah I mean she's still experiencing some pain but yeah. everything went fine. Uh, she's in there asleep right now. So, but like Saturday or it started off why I'm so tired. I had to work a 3 a.m. to 11 shift at work. So I was up all night working, came back. I was like, no, well, we were going to record. So I was like, I, was like, I need to stay up. Right. We're going to record, knock this, you know, And at some point out. we did record the Patreon We did the Patreon episode. Because I remember you saying that you were tired on that too. Yeah. I was tired too, but it was because I was, you know, just mm-hmm. playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> and then later that night, then she just, I mean, because Melissa is, Melissa is the toughest woman I know. She's, yeah. I mean, She's she's had three kids, no sweat. I right. mean, like she's she's tough, and it takes a lot of pain to even get her to flinch. I've seen her street fight, and I can oh, I yeah. can attest. She yeah. she beats some ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah and takes some licks <laughs> with like just in completely in stride. It's like she's got like no nerves. Yeah, she yeah, no. she can't actually feel pain. No, right, she can't feel pain. <laughs> doesn't bother. She's like whatever. She feeds on it like we all do, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then because that night, then she was just having it has to be bad for her to want to go to the doctor about something and yeah it was just like let's go to the er yeah 
So yeah, we go to the e- we go to the ER and they give her a CAT scan and all sorts of stuff. And they yeah they tell her like yeah we're gonna have to do something about that. Let's we're gonna schedule things Tuesday and Wednesday. Blah blah. blah. Gave her meds. Sent us home. Um, went back to bed. I got after the ER taking a while. I had to get up and be at work early the next morning. So I just got a few hours sleep. And while I'm there, she sends me a message. Okay, I had to go to the urologist because it really hurt, and now they're taking me to surgery. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, at least you were there. Yeah, well, well, as soon as she told me that, I was like, oh, she's like, it'll be a little while because, like, I still need to do a bunch of stuff. I I was like, okay. Well, my my boss was very generous, and she was just like, okay, you're you're done. Go. Yeah. I'll I'll see you when I see you. I was like, all right, awesome. Um, So I had to go get, because she didn't expect them to just be like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 you're you're not going home, you're going to surgery. So I had to come here and get the prescriptions the ER gave her and find out what to do with the kids. And so then by the time I got all that sorted out, like I just missed her, she had to go into surgery. So then waited for her and she came out and yeah, it was painful, but she said like everything's, her kidneys actually, she's like, oh, they haven't felt this good in a long time. So I, I have never, ever once in my life, like felt my kidneys. You know yeah, what I mean? I've never had like, a kidney I mean, stone or anything like that either. That's gotta be like a for me, that'd be like a very weird experience where it's like, oh, I can feel my specific, this specific organ, you know, yeah. because it's like, I, I mean, dude, kidney stones scare the shit out of me. Oh, me after seeing what they do to her? <laughs> they yeah. scare the shit yeah. out of me, dude. Like, I mean, those, the like, that's one thing where it's like, yeah, when I look at like my diet and stuff like that, it's like, and like what I drink, it's like, oh yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, that's going to happen. <laughs> like that's in my future. I don't know when, but that's going to happen. Yeah. But it's just, oh man. And see all what all she's gone through yet yeah, makes me so afraid of I'm so afraid. <laughs> oh yeah. That's why it's like I only the only soda I ever drink is in my L I T in the show. Otherwise yeah. it's water, tea, and coffee. <laughs> I drink so much soda. Yeah. And, so much soda. And coffee helps coffee lowers your chances. Oh, is that right? It's good. Coffee, well, coffee and beer. I drink a lot of those things too. So, there you go. <laughs> At least coffee. It all evens out. Yeah. But, six cups of coffee a day. Does that does that do you think that reaches equilibrium with Pro- four Coke Zeros? I bet it does. Yeah, good. It's all right, bad. great. It's not bad. That's also a lot of caffeine. We'll say all right. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, I'm drinking a lot more of these bad boys now, these Monster oh. Energy drinks. <laughs> these are like just, I believe they call these um, liquid kidney stones. <laughs> just, I think that's what they call them. powdered, ground right. up, and reconstituted. Yeah, it's like yeah. concrete. Yeah. <laughs> it's quick dry. But yeah, she came home and... It took, we had to find the right combination of pain meds, and it was just, it was kind of, it was rough for a while, but now she came home, she's feeling better, she's in bed. Uh, I slept on a hotel, or hotel, a hospital chair, and that, that sucked, yeah. so I'm I'm pretty tired. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like a huge asshole, because about four <laughs> o'clock, you're like, uh, can we just run, you're like, I know you don't want to, <laughs> but can we just publish Sesame Street Fighter? And I was like, yeah, we can. <laughs> I I did three hours ago say that announced that we are going to be talking about Samurai Showdown. <laughs> They're pretty similar. They're both fighting games. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I, um, oh, it worked. Everything worked. She's asleep. We worked out stuff with the kids, so it all it all worked. So we're all good. But that's my intro story. <laughs> what What's up, Internet? I'm Dave. I am your bespectacled host, and um, I'm addicted to shaved ice. Waka waka. <laughs> That's my that's my lighthearted interest story. Uh, there's a stand here in town that um, that I am legitimately addicted to. I'm spending probably ten dollars a week there uh, because it's really good, and um, I could probably spend less because I'm not sure if it's a drug front. 
because the last time I went, I like ordered two large ones and she made them for me and set them on the counter. And she's like, okay, have a good day. And I was like, do I owe you money? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you for the free ice. Yeah. I appreciate it. Mm. Man, shaved ice is so good. It's like, um, so much better than like a snow cone or something like that. I, I can't go back. I don't think I've had it. Man, I haven't had it since. What's Well, what is the difference between shaved ice and a snow cone? So like a snow cone is like that crunched up ice. It's like really, it's like the rock salt of the ice world. Mm, okay. And then they pour syrup over it. Mm-hmm. But like shaved ice is like um, tiny granules of ice. Oh, okay. Uh, so the texture is smoother finish. Different. Yeah, okay. it kind of tastes like, or the, the texture is closer to ice cream than it is like in a snow cone. Oh, okay. Because like, and also in a snow cone, all that fucking syrup just goes right down to the bottom of yep. the cone. And oh, it's yeah. like, oh, sweet, I'm just going to eat, I'm going to eat flavorless ice and then I'm going to have a nasty drink. Yep. Have <laughs> <laughs> your sh- weird sugar bomb at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then the shaved ice is pretty consistent throughout. So shaved ice, thumbs okay. up. Because I had anything like that since I played t-ball when I was little. Um, snow snow cones? Yeah, because that was like your reward for playing game of t-ball. Yes. So you would go and it was the one in, in Reland right on the road here. Yeah. And yeah, we'd play a game that everybody would talk about. What Everybody was mostly excited about the snow cones. No one really cared that much about the baseball. They right. just wanted yeah, to, of course. we'll see this thing that it takes to get us to go get snow yeah. cones. Yeah, absolutely. And then talk about what flavors you want. Then, uh-huh. you know, you get the bold kids. You're like, give me rainbow. Yeah. The graveyard. All the graveyard, everything mixed in. Uh And then rainbow was just a stripe of every flavor in the corresponding color. See, that seems more, that seems a little more healthy than what we did at the end of T ball, which was our reward was always soda. I've talked Mm. about that on the show before, I'm sure. But like, I remember, um, I remember at the end of T ball games, for some reason, I would always throw up. <laughs> and like my my mom had no idea why. And it's like it happened so frequently that she took me to the doctor. And the doctor was like, so run me through what you do through like a regular t-ball game. And I'm like, well, I mean, I stand in the outfield with my glove on my face. And then I get to drink a bunch of soda. And he's <laughs> like, there's your problem. <laughs> Uh, he's like, yeah, you should probably drink water or something after you uh, are standing out in the sun for a long time. Uh, you are very dehydrated. So mm. so no more soda for me, which meant uh, I quit T-ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. You take the one thing away from this that I like and no, not doing it anymore. Because I feel like South Park nailed it talking about them all trying to lose to each other because no one wants to keep playing baseball yeah, or T-ball. Oh, God, I forgot about that episode. Man. Especially when you're like me, like... I just got stuck in the outfield. Like chubby kid, no, he he's in the outfield. He's in he's somewhere where he's not going to bother anybody. Yeah, I was out in the outfield. Um, which you know, my dad coached, but at the same time, he wanted us to win. Yeah, so he was like, "You're in the outfield." <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I actually ran in the other day. I uh, ran into my t-ball coach when Melissa and I went to Penn Station, and like he opened the do- as I was opening the door, he was coming out, and we were nose to nose. And it took did me a second say, to recognize him. Did he recognize you? He, I saw like something in his eyes, like he recon- he, he would never know who I was, but yeah. I saw he recognized me. He was me. like, did I touch that kid? Oh, not that one. <laughs> Your butthole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was weird. He didn't notice me when he looked me in the face, but when I turned around. <laughs> <laughs> when I went and spread open. He's, right. Oh, uh, that, that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, Wiggles. Yeah, uh, I remember you. Number six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was because we paused for a second, and then he noticed. Him, and I thought, "Is that him?" And then I heard somebody say his name, 
And I just kept walking until Melissa was like, oh, that's that fucking T-Ball coach. Yeah. Is the pedophile? No, the pedophile was the photographer. He's right. just an asshole. The, the chocolate pudding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a that bog deep cut. That might be from the double digit episode. Oh, yeah. It was way back in, mm-hmm. in the day. Um, so yeah, the, I mean, the lesson is don't play t-ball. Yep. Yep. Don't do it. God, man. My dad's already starting in on Henry. Mm. Like, oh, he'd be such a good baseball player. And I'm just like, I don't say anything, honestly, but I'm thinking it's like, uh, I'm not going to fucking force him to play anything. Mm -hmm. It's like, if he's interested in it, then okay. Why would he think he'd be a good baseball player? Well, because he's a boy. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess. Yeah. Because he's a boy. Um, I think he'd be a good seamstress, Dad. Come on. I think, yes. I think maybe a, a fine dancer. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So, actually, he is a good dancer. So, yeah, maybe, maybe he'd be a good dancer. But he watched one baseball game with my dad, and now my dad's like, oh, he's a natural. He's a natural. He watched He watched that game, and then I was like, Henry, baseball. And then he put his hand out like he was going to catch a ball. He's a natural. She <laughs> might be. I'm not saying that he. I'm not saying that Henry'd be bad at baseball. I don't know, but I mean, I don't know. I'm real sensitive to like brainwashing of children. To uh-huh. be, you know what I mean? It's like I don't know. It just feels weird, and it's like, oh, you'd be a good baseball player, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So I'm just thinking, like, oh, Henry, uh, Jesus, and he held up his hands and pointed right. where the nails should go. He's a natural his, Christian. His, yeah, his hands started. His palms started bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boom, stigmata your boy, immediately. Yes, He's a your natural. Boy, your boy has stigmata. He's a natural Christian. I'll be honest. If Henry came down with a bad case of stigmata, I'd probably say, yeah, I guess he is. I guess he is a natural. <laughs> I don't know what better side we can get. Every time we give him Cheerios, we see the Virgin Mary's face in the bowl. I mean, <laughs> and that goes hand in hand with, I mean, I feel like I could leverage that into a sweet cult leader deal. Yeah, there, there you go. Cult leader. Cult, <laughs> there yeah. you go. Well, for me. Yeah, I mean, he could be a good Christian, but I could I could be the the father of our. Take, take it up one level, a good yeah. cult leader. I'm I'm the I'm the father of our good Messiah baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> he can a, play baseball in one condition, Dad. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's an okay Messiah, but he is a great baseball player. <laughs> Let's be honest. And I couldn't even pick between his passions. <laughs> I liked baseball as a kid, believe it or not. Like I didn't like t-ball so much, but when I. When I we kind of started getting into little league and I started um, playing the catcher position, I liked that a lot um, because so I would I would enjoy that a little bit more. Catcher was fun because I thought it was really easy, and everyone would would always be like, "Oh, catcher, that takes skill." I didn't I didn't think that it did um, <laughs> because I all I I loved it because I just got to talk shit with whoever was at bat. Like that was that was my, that was my game. Um, and I remember asking like I remember getting excited because I was probably like eight years old. And I remember asking my dad, I was like, can I say anything? And he's like, yeah, you got to psych him out. You can say anything. I was like, all right, I'm going to say anything. (laughs) God, the shit that I used to say to kids, like when they were up to bat. I mean, it is just like, it was so much fun to just straight roast a kid from another town while he's trying to hit a baseball. <laughs> That's awesome. I did, man, I did not know that at all. Yeah. blew my mind. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You got to say things like, um, you know, some sick eight-year-old kid burns, like, bet your wiener's really small. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you were just born to play UO like you played UO. Classic. Yeah, yeah it's classic. I was perma-red catcher. <laughs> so, yeah, I was a dick. I try not to be as big a dick anymore. And man, it's hard. 
It's hard. <laughs> I've lost myself in trying to be kind. Lost your dick edge. Man. N- yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so now I just edge my dick. Boom. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Nice. That's the quality everyone tunes <laughs> yeah. in for. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now the play. show has started. Yes, indeed. Oh. You doing okay? I, I don't think I should drink this. <laughs> yeah, how you feel it? How you feeling? I'm slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh God. Okay. It's, yeah. not, it's not like the board game episode with Wiley and Laura. So. I was about to say, we need to hurry no, this up. Not at all like that. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Samurai Showdown episode that is 20 minutes long. <laughs> you go to sleep and then I talk. <laughs> It'll just be like recording the loaded car where I just started eating pizza. And just like, I'm See done. <laughs> Tyler, this is our show. I'm done. <laughs> Can I say, I don't think I've ever noticed that gigantic gigantic teddy bear that is in Kenna's crib. Or the other gigantic teddy bear beside it. I didn't know. I didn't notice that one. Either. But this one that's sitting in her crib. Hi, looking, we're recording at in, you. We're recording in Kenna's room, BT Dubs. <laughs> the one that's in her crib, like you could convince me that there's a human hiding inside of that. Like like someone just is waiting in there for everyone to go to sleep and then he's going to like rummage through all your belongings. Oh, because that's what um, all the girls wanted for like Valentine's Day, I think. So they all got gigantic giant bears. teddy bears. Yeah, that's huge. It's really big. They were all on sale at the big lot. Were they? All right. Nice. Everybody gets a giant teddy bear that's going to take up a lot of room. Yeah. No one's going to play with it in about two weeks. <laughs> well, I like it because it's good sound absorption. Yeah, you do this whole room in giant just, bears. Yeah, just hang <laughs> bears up. <laughs> when company comes over, they see a table in the middle of a child's room with microphones and teddy bears just covering the wall. What happens in here? Any stranger want to come on to Tadpog and drive into our studio? <laughs> this is the room where all the teddy bears talk. Because we're recording by candlelight. Imagine if this was just a room full of giant, just ear-to-ear giant teddy bears. We, One candle yes. in the middle. We are literally... Recording this by candlelight. This is like Tadbog mm-hmm. Annex 2 style. Yeah. We used to do this a lot. Yep. Yeah, because our the light, the overhead lights made a lot of noise yeah. in that one. So yeah, we had to turn them off. And then I came in here um, and the lights were off except for the single candle. And I was like, let's do it like this, <laughs> which was kind of a joke. And then you were like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, but don't you need to see your notes? I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. I can see enough of what they look like. <laughs> They're not great notes. <laughs> They're markings. I didn't get to put... I played this game... Last time I played it was probably three years ago. Yeah. I played through it and beat it, and I played it as a kid. This How the fuck did the you things. beat this fucking game? This game is unbelievably fucking hard. Oh, I remember. I beat it with, I think, like two or three different characters at the cabin. Jesus fucking Christ. I no. probably cranked it all the way down to easy, because we were just trying Me to beat Me too. Games. I played it on <laughs> one. This game is... I couldn't beat it. I could not beat this oh. game. I could, this game that is on my that is like a number one note on my list. This game is impossibly fucking hard. Mm. Did you play the Genesis version? I did because we're playing on the Genesis list. That might be the difference because <laughs> I played the SNES version the last time I beat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe I need to try the SNES version I, after playing this on the Genesis. Though I don't want to. <laughs> this it man. All right, Full you ready to get into it? Yeah, throw it out there into the curb. It. What the fuck is this game doing on the list, I dog? I, I can what see is it being it? on the list, but not number two. Not two. I, I don't even... Two and three have been fucking weird. There's one Sonic the Hedgehog game on this list, and it's spoilers number one. It's the next one we're going to do. Yep. But it's like, out of the 25 top Sega Genesis games on this list, it's just one Sonic the Hedgehog game? Two and th- two Sonic 1 and 3 are better than, yeah, than these games. Three is way better so. than the, the port of Samurai Showdown yep. on the Genesis. Mm-hmm. I've also, um, so here's what I did. Here's a quick plug for, for Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did play the Genesis version on Twitch, twitch.tv slash tadbog underscore podcast. Check it out. 
And then the next night, I was like, I, I want to compare this to the Neo Geo version. And I knew it had just come out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. So I bought that. It was $8. Uh, night and day difference, which isn't a huge surprise because, yeah. you know, Genesis ports and SNES ports, ports to 16-bit consoles are usually... Never awesome. Yeah, they're not awesome. Um, they're just trying to get it. They're just trying to get it as good as they possibly can. But it's like the Neo Geo version is actually a lot of fun. Um, and that's by the time I got done playing it, uh, on that second night, I was like, man, I, I can, I want to continue playing this. Mm-hmm. I kind of ran out of time. It was like, well, it's one it's time to go to bed. And then it's like, oh, it's quarter till two. It's time to go to bed. And it's like, oh, it's two o'clock. I have to go to bed right now. <laughs> that wasn't the experience I had with the Genesis version. Like when I was playing the Genesis version, I kept looking at the clock being like, can I quit this yet? No, mm-hmm. no, I can't quit this yeah. yet. No, I, you're, I'm with you. I don't think this is a great game. Even when I played it, because I think, I want to say Shake had this on his Nomad, because I remember playing it when I was young, and then played it at the cabin, and then I didn't have time to really put any more gameplay into it. I watched, you know, videos to kind of refresh myself on who the characters are and mm-hmm. things like that. It's just like, I don't, yeah, I don't think this is this is great. It's certainly, absolutely, should not be the second best Sega Genesis game. I'm not a Genesis kid, but I yeah. know... I know the system has more good stuff to offer us than what I feel like this list has given us. Yeah. Well, it's better than Lost World, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point, it's like Shining Force 2. Shining Force 2 been. is the best game on this list I've played yeah. so far. It seriously is. And well, it's this like, and Fantasy Star should be higher than this and Street Fighter. Fantasy Star Fantasy Star 4, I'll agree with you. Yeah, Fantasy Star 4. Two, not 2, 4. 2 is okay. Like uh, I, 2 belongs on the list. But, like, I don't know. Two, four is so much better than two. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I still thought that this game was okay. I didn't think it was horrible. At any point playing the Genesis version, was I like, well, this is absolute garbage. Um, it just didn't feel like it belonged at number two on yeah. the list. I guess I'm also not a big fan of, like, the Neo Geo stuff. Like, um, what, Fatal Fatal Fury yeah. and, and stuff like that. I'm the not, SNK stuff. Yeah, it's, does it, it just feels like... Oh, you're just a not as good Street Fighter. Yeah. It's just how they've always felt to me. Yeah, I get it. So, like, they weren't as popular. This game doesn't really... It never really appealed to me all that much. Yeah. It just felt... To me, it felt like a knockoff game. I know it's not, right. but... Well, I mean, it kind of is. I mean, I think it's fair to say that it came from the success mm-hmm. of Street Fighter. Yeah. Um, I, it, I like the character variety and the weapons and, yep. and all that, but... They, yeah. I feel like they okay. So this game is this game appealed to me majorly as a kid. Like when it came out, I remember I remember seeing it in arcades, uh, probably when I was like twelve or thirteen, and it spoke to me because it is a whole bunch of feudal Japanese characters uh, fighting each other with weapons, uh, and then some of them have animals, and like that, like that. Those two things, all like all those things combined, was like, oh my god. There's a fighting game with swords and hawks and wolves. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then I remember playing it, and it was absolutely balls fucking hard. It was way different. Than, it looked like Street Fighter, but yep. it played so differently than Street Fighter that it just like, this was a game that I always wanted to be good at and never fucking was. And that's still the case today. Um, like, I'm telling you, man, I played on the Genesis version and in the, uh, the Neo Geo version. I played on difficulty one, which is the fucking easiest difficulty. I total, total time sunk into both versions of the game combined. It's like 
over seven hours. Did not finish the game. Did not finish it. Oh, man. On the Neo Geo, I almost got to the boss. Um, and I wanted to. I wanted to keep playing because it felt like I was getting better. I felt like I was making progress. Mm-hmm. Um, that was not the case in the Genesis version. I didn't feel like I was making progress. Uh, and I got to the point where I just had to call it. And uh, fortunately, the Switch version has save states. So oh, okay. I, w- I just saved it. And I will go back and I want to finish it. Although in um, in chat, in Twitch chat... Um, the Legend of Gurk, uh, shout out to, to Gurk for uh, feeding me special moves and information, was like, you know, you've heard the term SNK boss before, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I've heard yeah, that too. I kind of, I have. And it's like, yeah, this, the boss of this game is in, incredibly difficult. So it's like, great. I struggled all throughout. Like, I struggled to get to the boss, and then the boss is like a whole nother level of uh, difficult. <sighs> so there we go. That's my. That was my experience with Samurai Showdown. Well, do do you hear that? Uh, I do hear that. It sounds <laughs> like the uh, train is getting ahead of itself. <laughs> it's like it's us being too ready to bitch about this game before. <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to bitch about it too much. That's fine. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> I mean, I just, I think it's a fine game, and I, I and I had fun with the the Neo Geo version. I just think that the fucking Genesis version is slower. The frame rate's oh, not good. Oh, I hate good. how slow it is. It's God, super fucking slow. slow. It is. The game is slower than like Street Fighter, regular standard Street Fighter, right? Yeah. Um, just by nature, because it's like it's not it's not a fighting game that's based on combos, which I think is great. It's not really even based on special moves, which I think is great. There are special moves in the game, but it's like the priority in this game is positioning, timing. Um, because it's like because you have weapons, you can you can essentially hit a guy with a sword and deal over half their meter and damage. Yeah, that's why. Because I played. I'm getting ahead of myself again too. Go ahead. Sorry. Do you, do you want ahead. me to do Wikipedia? Yep, All right. Let me do Wikipedia do. and then we can. Then we can yes. All right. Well, that was on me because I'm the one who started into that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Time for a little segment that we like to call Dave reads from Wikipedia. I'm sorry. Evernote's fucking up. So here, give me a moment. Would you like me to read the Castlevania TV series Wikipedia? That's also fine. Get a little preview for our Patreon for the, episode. For the Patreon, the bonus <laughs> episode. Uh, chip in a dollar and hear us yeah. talk about Castlevania, <laughs> where we can't remember the name of the, the female speaker. Nope, And I all. still can't. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't even think about it again. <laughs> so that'll be coming out uh, I like soon. her, but don't yep, know. I like her, too. She casts magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, can't, I still can't say Jorge's last name, unless it's like a common, everyday... Anglo-Saxon name. I'm just like, right. <laughs> not easy to remember in the course of massive violence. Yeah. Well, you get to an age even where it's like, eh, doesn't matter anymore. That's true. I haven't learned this I've, yet. That, that one guy. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't learned this yet. I'm not. I'm never gonna learn it. Next. <laughs> I'd rather remember my social security number. It's fine. Let's just not yeah, worry about I mean, this. Yeah, it's a little more important. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Samurai Showdown, and that's S H O. D O W N. Something that throws me off every single fucking time. Until, and when I saw you write it out, uh-huh. I was like, did he spell that right? But when I saw it again, <laughs> Dave, I was like, is oh, Dave dumb? He didn't. Yeah, he did. They just, that just, the W got cut they just in the version. The w. Yeah. I don't know why. I assume because they wanted to, to look like Shogun. Mm. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think. Words do not have two W's. Cut one, cut one of them. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, um, well, I was going to say no. No W's appear in the, the game, but there's actually another W in Showdown. Uh, they should have named the Samurai Showdown. <laughs> Just See, drop the W. I'm with you, yeah. And then build a fiction 
build a world fiction around the fact that this world exists with no Ws. And that's why everybody, it's actually current year, but technology didn't increase past the 1700s because no one invented the W. It's per- I love it. It's perfect. So they couldn't write gunpowder. So they're like, can't invent it. If it's got a W in it, can't invent it. <laughs> <laughs> what do we all drink? Liquor. Water. Never, Water. Didn't get invented. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> God gave up. <laughs> all right, guys. Samurai Showdown, or as it's known in Japan, Samurai Spirits, is a fighting game series by SNK. Uh, In Japan, the name of the series is officially in katakana, but is often written in kanji. I can't pronounce that because I can't read I can't read uh, squiggles, uh, which is what I see right in front of me is squiggles. Uh, but it translates to need samurai. The Book of Medora. Wait, oh. the Book of Medora. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, Legend of that's Zelda a pull. Zelda deep cut that I actually get. Yeah, there you go. Wow, because I've played that Zelda. Uh, I had to for this show. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, which translate these squiggles translate to samurai tamashi. Uh, with the second character pronounced, man, they get real deep in how to pronounce this. The second character pronounced superizo or spirits to better reflect the game's setting. I didn't see a single spirit in this game. Nope. Um, so the overview of the game is um, the stories in this series, because this is a, this is not just a single game. We're playing the we're talking about the first game in a series. They all take place in the 18th century uh, Japan uh, during the Sakoku or seclusion period. Uh, I got to sound really smart there because I read it directly off of Wikipedia uh, in a very conversational tone. Uh, it is, I guess that's the, the setting for The Last Samurai. I, you know, I've never seen The Last Samurai, the one with Tom Cruise, yep, right? never seen it either. Because I remember seeing the preview for it, and I remember, I, for some reason, it was because Tom Cruise. Like, I, I guess, was like, ah. Eh, this I don't want to see a story about a white guy who goes over and becomes a samurai. I just don't want to see that. It just seems like I don't know. Maybe I was 2017 before 2017. Well, it's I a mean, little too progressive. Well, it still happens since and <laughs> still you see white guys cast in ethnic roles constantly. Yeah. But what's funny is uh we get offended about it, but like like the Ghost in the Shell movie, I heard like in Japan they were like, "Yeah, it's good." It's good. We don't have a problem with yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're over here like, I cannot believe we whitewashed this fucking cast. <laughs> so I don't know. It's toughy. Uh, let's see. Man, this just goes on and on and on about the series that has not a whole lot to do with the first game. Okay, here the first game came out in 1993, July 7th. So, hey, we almost we almost did it on its weird anniversary date. <laughs> uh, it came out for a bunch of fucking things. It came out in the arcade originally. This motherfucker came out on 3DO, Game Gear, Game Boy, Genesis, Neo Geo, Neo Geo CD, Neo Geo Pocket, Color, Sega CD, <laughs> Super NES, PlayStation 2, Wii, uh, and then the virtual console, PlayStation Network. Um, there are, it looks like, there are a bunch of, there are a bunch of Samurai Showdown games. More than, more than, you or I would expect, I mm. think. Um, I heard that I have. I don't know anything about it, but I heard that there's an RPG. Oh, <laughs> okay. I'd do that. I'd play that. Well, we haven't heard of it. I thought the character designs <laughs> were interesting enough. If they were similar like this, like to this, I'd be down. Yeah, I love the character designs. It's one of my favorite things about the game. I think it is like what I do enjoy about the game. That's about it. Uh, the character designs and um, I think the art direction in general mm-hmm. is really good too. Because mm-hmm. like the backgrounds where you fight are very animated. I think they're beautiful. Um, well, 
in the in the arcade version. In the Genesis version, they are not so beautiful. Um, and it's just, you know, a limitation of the hardware and, and how much uh, color they can fucking cram in, uh, in a cartridge palette. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Do you it. want to talk about it? Sure. you want to talk about this game? Who Who is your favorite character? Um, well, I like the Ryu of this franchise because I felt like he was the easiest to jump on board with immediately. So I have two characters that I felt like I did okay with. Mm -hmm. The Ryu of this franchise, his name is Hahomaru. Yeah, I think he's by far the best character in this game. By by a fucking mile, he's the best character. He is um, probably the second most samurai in the cast. Like, as far as, like, on the samurai, the sliding samurai scale, he's probably (laughs) the the second rated as far as, like, how he looks. Although, I believe... um, Between one side is Jin from Samurai Showdown, and other side is me. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I believe he was wonderfully. How many chubby Irish samurai running <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? What are you talking? You don't know. You were. You're there. right. I'm Welsh. You were there. You're right. <laughs> uh, it was. He was described uh, by actual Mark in Twitch chat as um, the character who is essentially dressed in a Japanese flag uh, because he is he is very tropey. Um, he, I think he is the second most looking samurai uh, only to his rival, Ukio, uh, who is... The blue one? Who's the guy in the blue kimono who like has the weird stance where actually mm. his, his back is facing you. Uh, I think he's the most samurai looking because he's, uh, he's very stoic looking. Um, ha, uh, Haomaru, uh, the main character in this game, uh, is a little, I don't know, he seems a little chaotic. Because like, Maybe he's the, let's see, do I have my Samurai Shampoo names down? Jean is the lawful samurai. Correct. Mugen Jen. is the yeah. Yeah. chaotic one. Yes. So maybe he's more like Mugen. Yeah. Than- yeah, I could, yeah, totally. <laughs> but I mean, he, um, like, just to show, just to show how arrogant he is, like, his, um, whenever he wins, in a battle, he's like, <laughs> it's essentially just, oh, God, of course I won this. I'm so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, when you fight in this game, there's not only shit talking at the end of the match, like there is in Street Fighter games, there's shit talking in the beginning of the match, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, where it's like, some, they'll just throw out a line where it's like, oh, my favorite is um, Yukio, the blue samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like totally rips off. Well, I don't know. I don't know when Wayne's World came out, but he's yeah. like. He says something along the lines of, oh, I'm sure this will be an honorable and worthy battle. Not. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping for something that you were like, a gun rack. I don't own a A gun. gun. (laughs) It's essentially like the equivalent of there's also like the monster character in the game named Gin'an. Uh, who's like, Ugh. he's like Blanca. Like they shaved Blanca and gave him Freddy Krueger's glove. Yep. It would be like the and, equivalent. And face. Yes, yes, <laughs> and face. It'd be like the equivalent of him coming out before battle and being like, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture, right? Pop culture? <laughs> You're right. It's, it's Pop back. Culture. It's back. <laughs> so um, Haomaru is um, dressed in a Japanese flag. Mm-hmm. He has Goku's hair. Yep. But it's like full blown like. It's like really puffed up. It's like if Goku front line make a caricature of his caricature. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, hmm, can Goku be in a late nineteen eighties U.S. hair band? <laughs> then let's this. That's who this is because he um, and he comes out and he pulls out his sword. Uh, well, okay, first thing he does is pulls out a jug of sake, 
downs it, gulp, takes a big gulp, pulls his sword out, and then spits the sake on his sword. What is that? <laughs> I don't want to give you an infection, man. Here, yeah. <laughs> he's a surgeon, essentially. Yes, he's the samurai surgeon. Um, and then the second character. This is a, I'm taking a really long time to answer your question, aren't I? Uh, the second character that I felt like I was good with uh, was Charlotte. Charlotte is my favorite character in this game. I um, love Charlotte. I love Charlotte, too, even though she's a little bit, little bit hypocritical. Uh, Charlotte is, uh, she reminds me of Brienne of Tarth. Yeah. Because uh-huh. she is a woman who is larger, and a, she's a warrior. She's wearing, she's wearing armor, um, and she um, is, I think, very effective. I Honestly... I, I haven't done the research on this, but it felt to me like even though she's using a rapier, it felt like she had the longest reach in the game. Mm-hmm. Which well, is that they cut the character who has the longest reach. Earthquake. Yep. Yeah, Earthquake is in the arcade game uh, in the Neo Geo version, but yes, he is not in the Genesis version. Is he in the Super Nintendo version? Yes, he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, is he? Uh, yeah, I remember reading that, but they like shrunk him down. For yeah, the SNES I, I think because I think the reasoning was in because uh, we talked about like platformers for the Super Super NES, we get tired of the very like zoomed in, large, slow platformers of of that era. Uh that he was and the the Super Nintendo version is backed way off. The sprites are smaller, you see more of the stage. Genesis is zoomed in much closer. Which is kind so, of a weird compromise because one of the cool things about the arcade game was the camera would pan in and out depending on how close the characters were. Mm-hmm on the stage, which I think is a really big deal for a game that came out in 93. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't see that in, like, Street Fighter 2 or anything like that. You see that much later on. Um, like, I mean, that's, like, I don't know when... I don't know when it happened again after Samurai Showdown, but, I mean, it's kind of like... If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, it's kind of like uh, Smash Brothers, you know, where you get, mm-hmm. like, two characters way the fuck far apart, yeah, the camera zooms out. way out. That's yeah. how it is with Samurai Showdown in the arcade. And it, so, it seems like on the Genesis, they decided, well, we're just going to do zoomed in. And then on the Super Nintendo, they were like, well, we're just going to do zoomed out. So everything's really small on the yeah. Super Nintendo. So I think, I, I think he was just too big to do that. Well, Earthquake is huge. Yeah. He's, yeah. In, he's, he's a by huge far character. the biggest character. Yeah. Uh, he's from Texas. Yeah, makes everything's bigger in Texas, man. Which, yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, Ter- man, that's where Terrence from. You know, from Galveston, Galveston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. <laughs> earthquake from Austin. Earthquake. You know, he's yeah. uh, he's yeah. keep Austin weird, man. Got an earthquake with his geese, g- kill a geese army. <laughs> I forget, I forget what that thing is called. I don't know what his weapon is called either. It's a it's a sickle on a chain, essentially. Yeah. Um, he is surprisingly. He is the fastest big fat dude that I've ever played. He's super fucking fast. He has a triangle kick. Like I've never I've never played a character that is that big that can just jump off the side of the screen. It is ridiculous. Um, and you also know he's from Texas because like his uh, the music for his stage is all electric guitar. <laughs> Which is a weird... Because, because he sends mentally handicapped people to the, to the electric chair. That's how you know he's from Texas. <laughs> uh, and it's like... It's... <laughs> his victory pose is throwing a switch on someone in an electric chair. <laughs> Uh, it's like that scene from the Green Mile where they don't do the sponge right. <laughs> oh man! There you go. Oh man! Reading about that was even more graphic than in the movie. Oh, I didn't read the books. I was turned off because I remember seeing like they were done like 
serialized in like a serialized format, weren't they? Because it's like a whole bunch of smaller books. I just read. It, I might have read the the compacted version after oh, the movie okay. came out. Okay. So I remember that was whenever I had to go to a school and just sat sat there for eight hours. So Alternative just like, I'm gonna school. Read this book. Yep. Yeah. You told you've talked about that on the show. Why did you go to uh-huh. a school again? Uh, because I came onto school grounds and then left again to go to Hardee's. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm glad you went that way because when I said like, why did you go to a school and you started out because I came on. Yes. And I was like, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> the principal's desk. <laughs> it's also why whenever I move somewhere, I have to you say sp- hi to all my neighbors. You on your desk. Sticker, sticker. Because <laughs> I, I still, the only thing I've really taken away from this game yeah. that I will still still pop into my head, because I, I love Charlotte and her move where she charges forward and does all these thrusting maneuvers. I think it's such a badass looking move. I think it's called it's called graduation something like graduation font or something yeah. like that. It has uh, a really all the moves like in this game. I feel like have a pretty stupid name. <laughs> they're they're all named after um, Kentucky Derby horses. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they just put them all on a hat and they're like, all right, who gets? I, I can't even name a horse. I'm sorry. Papa's mustache. Who gets Papa's mustache? Is that a real one? <laughs> that's uh, it's from I think David Cross. Oh. Doing a bit about how stupid their names. Are. I was about to say that's really good <laughs> to come up with off the top of your head. I was super impressed. Um, I like Charlotte a lot. I felt like she is one of the strongest characters because mm-hmm. of her reach. Mm-hmm. And also, I played a character in one of your D and D games, which is loosely based on a combination of Charlotte and Edward uh, Elric. That would be my fencer at Madison. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I miss Madison. I miss that game. So that was he. I never told you this, but like one of the, one of the points of inspiration for him was Charlotte uh, because Charlotte mm. is a noble mm-hmm. and um, a little pompous. Uh, well, maybe, maybe she's a little pompous. You do fight her in Versailles. Uh, so I don't know what her story is but yeah that's where you fight her in in Versailles and uh, she here's my problem with her she has a line after she wins that says something like I will enslave all who um, don't oppose tyranny my way that's a little that's a little (laughs) tyrannical I don't think you. I don't think that word means what you think it means, Charlotte. <laughs> and then she also brags about her breeding all the time. And I'm like, ah, okay, well, you're kind of a, you're kind of a mm-hmm. douche. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, cause yeah, I love Charlotte, and I fucking the character. I just cannot stand. I hate fighting him. I don't like playing him. Is that Gin Ginam? Ginan, yeah. Oh, the Freddy Krueger Blanca. I hate that mix dude. up. Man, he's okay. He's like he reminds me of Valdo from uh, Soul Calibur. I just fucking hate it. I have never played a Soul Calibur game. Smoke bomb. <laughs> I never have. Um, I guess it's because it was in that period of my life where I could not afford a console that it came out on. Yeah, because like that was like a big game for what the, the uh, Dreamcast. I remember uh, the one I played it a lot because that is one of the games that Jacob and I bought Josh when we were like, man, we've really. Made fun of Josh. Let's go buy him a video game. Right. So we bought it. I think, Let's for make game, it up for to GameCube. <laughs> for GameCube. Yep. Yeah, and I got in late on the GameCube too because like there was when I got to college there was there, I mean seriously there was like a span of two and a half to three years. I was like I, I can't afford anything. Yeah. I just can't afford anything. It's like um, all the money that I earn at my job at Office Depot uh, I pay rent with. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I, I could have stayed in the dorms, but man, fuck that. Yeah, no, fuck that. Fuck, fuck that. that. I would rather pay rent any goddamn day of the week mm-hmm. than uh, share a room with the rodeo guy that I have nothing in common with. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, rodeo guy. Are you going to be doing rodeo stuff today? Because I would just love to masturbate in here all day. <laughs> well, it's like Jacob's uh, freshman year roommate was the kid who hated his dad and just played, um, oh, what's that? It's My Life by Bon Jovi on his guitar it's all day long. Life. Yeah, it's dad. Now or now. Never. <laughs> Wait, tell me that full story. I just remember, I mean, I was at church with the kids, so we knew him, and Jacob just got paired up with him, and he, Jacob said it's all he would do is just get angsty over his dad and play that song. <laughs> like, how did, like, how did Jacob know over. that it was about his dad? Like, was the kid like, you know what? He would talk about I'm it, I'm thinking yeah. about my dad, and he like just grabs the guitar and just, play, <laughs> just starts playing Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> just, that, just the one song, over and over and over. <laughs> Look, I only know one song. Is that okay? Are you all right with this? <laughs> Whenever something else makes me hate my dad, I'll remember. I'll learn that one too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, I, I'm 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 gonna let you finish about Gin Ann, mm-hmm. but there's one more thing I want to say about Charlotte. Did you notice her portrait in the character select? That her eyes are closed. Her eyes are closed, and she's like, she is like licking the fuck out of that sword, man. <laughs> it is like when they designed it, they were like, uh, can she be sucking a cock in the portrait? I don't think so. Make it a sword. <laughs> Can I pretend it's the Tin Man's cock? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Fine. That's yeah. Fine. Uh, suggestion, sir. Tin Man's cock is very long. Done. <laughs> that's actually. Did you know that Samurai Showdown lore? She fights with Tin Man's cock. Fuck it, Matt. <laughs> I love Charlotte even more now. Yeah, there's no W in Tin Man, so it all works out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Ginan. Mm-hmm. He's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, mm, love it. Now him. I think the the. My favorite design character is Hanzo or Hanzo, however you want to say it. Hanzo, the the ninja. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool looking. He's a cool looking character. I think the one uh, starts with the G. I think uh, the the blue ninja with the blonde with blonde hair and the dog. Yeah. Galford. The basically shadow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's essentially. Yeah. He is essentially shadow. Like if you if you gave him the dog's name is Poppy. I'd like to point that out. <laughs> Insert your own Seinfeld reference at will. It's Poppy the dog. Um, I feel like if they had given Poppy to Hanzo, it totally would be Shadow yep. Interceptor. Because Hanzo looks like your stereotypical he ninja. Does. He's yep. all dressed in black. He's got the forehead protector. Um, he's a very, what I discovered is that he's a very technical fighter. Yeah. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't control him. Like, he has a lot of special moves where, like, a, some of the characters, like, for instance, Hahumaru, um, the, the samurai dressed in the Japanese flag, mm-hmm. he has two special moves. But, like, um, Hanzo, the ninja, has probably, like, five. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're difficult ones to pull off, yeah. too. And you have to rely on a lot of um, evasion. And timing. Yeah. I I feel like it was easier for me to brute force my way through the game oh, absolutely. with Charlotte yeah. or Haomaru <laughs> than it was to even like beat a single person as Hanzo, which is heartbreaking because Hanzo's character design is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Galford, the uh, blue ninja that you mentioned with the mm-hmm. dog, uh, is actually the same sprite. It's just a head swap. Hans, uh, Hanzo okay. and Galford are identical other than yeah. th- their color change <laughs> and the fact that they have different heads. And that was one of the shit-talking things uh, whenever you're fighting Galford and the other guy, like, he has blue eyes, but he moves like a samurai. <laughs> right. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Galford is from San Francisco. Oh, uh, okay. So there we go. 
I don't know why I wanted to throw that out there, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Because <laughs> I figured it was, I figured like, oh, he's like Norway. <laughs> Which is weird because there's the San Francisco stage, it's the San Francisco treat. Um, it's just, it's <laughs> just on a trolley. So much, so much trolley. The game, I think, takes place in 1788, so it doesn't make sense that San Francisco is like all built up in this game. <laughs> you know what? We didn't invent the W. Just an old man panning for gold. That's yes, all his stage exactly. Is. Or just, I don't know, indigenous the people. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which makes it really weird that there's a samurai with blue eyes living out there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what else did I have. That dog is worthless, by the way. Uh, I know he has a move where he can command them to like bite. He's worthless. Else. He's yeah. worthless. I mean, there's a couple moves with the dog, but like, I swear, dude, it's like I feel like the dog. Like, the dog has his own sprite. He's adorable. I feel like he should do more than he does mm-hmm. because it's like he essentially functions as a projectile. He's like a fireball that's just <laughs> out and about all the time. And it's then a you furball. Can, he's a furball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I know the Genesis version has blood, and occasionally you can cut your opponents in half, like in yes. fatality. Yeah. The SNES lacks that completely. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, just because all their censorship stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's a nice feature. Like, it's a, it's like a, always a nice surprise when you end the battle by cutting your opponent in half. Yeah. And it's not really gruesome. Like, when you do it, it's no. just kind of done where it's like... It's done in the anime style where it's like they're whole and then all of a sudden they go click. Yeah, it's like whenever, uh, what is it, Science move where he slices Cleave or Odin, whenever Odin and Final Fantasy VI. Zansetsuken. Yeah, yeah, cuts an enemy in half. Totally. Um, I want to go through the rest of the characters if you don't mind. Okay. Just yeah. because I feel like they're worth talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because there's one in there. There's one in there that I feel is iconic to the series, uh, and there's another one that I really like. Uh, the one I feel like that's iconic to the series is Na- uh, Nako Ruru. She is the um, she is the mountain person who fights with a falcon. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she's pretty iconic just because she's another one of those characters with an animal companion, um, and she has this. I, she's also another character where it's like, I wish I was good with her because she, I like her design, but at the same time, it's like, it's just really difficult. Uh, she has this really cool throw where she'll like leg lock a dude and then do a front flip and then come down and stab him in the chest. Mm. And it's like one of the most stylish <laughs> throws, uh, in the game. Uh, there's also, um, Wan Fu who is a Chinese king. Uh, it's either Wan Fu or Wan Fu. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, he is a he is the big he's the big guy that looks like he's oiled up. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's, he's wearing a diaper and he has a giant sword shaped like a dolphin. Um, oh yeah, like most Chinese people. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Yeah, and then he's got That's the um, kitchen at Chong's. It's like eight, yeah. eight of those guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you worked at Chong's, you <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, and then he's wearing what I uh, assume are anal beads around his neck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and master the, anal beads. Ma- oh yeah, grandmaster <laughs> anal beads. <laughs> he um, was his sword is replaced in Samurai Showdown Two with a giant column. <laughs> so that's it. That's his uh, signature thing. Okay. He um, he can throw that sword and it will deal massive amounts of damage. Uh, but the, the trade back, the, the trade off to that is uh, if he throws and you block or he misses, he doesn't have his sword anymore. Yeah. Um, there is Tam Tam, who is a very large man from South America. Uh, he's not like earthquake large. He's kind of he's more muscular. Earthquake earthquake's just a big chunky dude. Yep. Uh, Tam Tam is like a tall, lanky. He's like an Abraham Lincoln kind. Like you know, mm. he's Abraham Lincoln with some muscle tone. 
in a mask, like a like an Incan mask. Um, and everything I've read about him is that he is like not a good fighter. Uh, but I actually think he's pretty cool because he's got a he's got a scimitar that has like a lot of reach. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like to play. I hate it in a fighting game where I'm forced to play in the inside game. Yeah. I'd rather just stay on the outside and kind of poke. Yep. Um, and that's another reason I like Charlotte and in her range. Yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Jubei, who is that the Kabuki. No, uh, the Kabuki guy is uh, Kiroshiro. Okay, uh, and he is straight up Kabuki actor. Like that is <laughs> that's his thing. He has um, I can't remember the name of the the Japanese spear. Mm-hmm. It's like ninjutsu or something like that. Um, he has one of those, and uh, he has this move. I mean, he is all he is all dolled up. He's the bell of the ball uh, in, his, in his kabuki getup. Three little maids from school, are we? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's got this move where he will use his spear and essentially pole vault towards, like a do like a pole vault kick towards the opponent, uh, which is super annoying because that has a lot of range mm-hmm. on it. Oh, he also catches on fire when he does that. That's a, I feel like that's an important <laughs> thing to mention. Uh, and then there is. Um, Jubei, who is uh, truly the only samurai in the game because he is the only character who works, who is a soldier for the army. Uh. Uh, And he fights with two swords. He reminds me of um, Leonardo, the Ninja Turtle, from the Ninja Turtle arcade games because that's how he holds his his swords out. (laughs) Although he looks like, he doesn't look like this in his portrait, but his sprite, he looks like a samurai Gargamel. (laughs) <laughs> with an eye patch. <laughs> That's good fan fiction to write. Oh, man, I, love, I love it. Like, what I'm going to do when I get home is I should sleep, but what I'm going to do instead is I am going to write fan fiction where Gargamel uh, is a samurai. <laughs> and I'm going to do it in the voice of a 13-year-old. Perfect. Yeah, it's going to be Perfect. great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> His feudal lords are the Smurfs. And he just wants to oh, yeah. Oh. Totally. Oh. Papa Smurf is the Shogun. What <laughs> is it? Okay, he doesn't. He want to catch the Smurfs to like grind them up for some like I think for like potions and shit. Yeah. Okay. Pretty, I think. pretty dark for a kid show. <laughs> yeah, but I never knew that as a kid. Yeah. You know, I always just like thought he wanted to do darker shit, honestly, because he seemed like he really wanted Smurfette for some reason. Right? Oh, yeah, do- <laughs> he made yeah, her right. Who doesn't? Yeah, he, wants <laughs> he just wanted her back. <laughs> He's like, damn it. She's perfectly sized to hug my dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know those eraser toppers? Choke it out. School? Choke it out. <laughs> <laughs> We're gross. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so sorry. I, I, I just wanted to get to the rest of the roster before we moved on. You were talking about um, the quote-unquote fatalities that this game has. Yeah, just the cutting in half one. Uh, there's also one where um, Kill Bill style, they will splurt blood from their body. Oh. <laughs> um, and I'll be honest, I can't remember. No. I think that's in the Genesis version. I can't remember 100% because it looks so much better in the Neo Geo version. And it happens much more frequently in the Neo Geo version. Um, It does straight up look like Tarantino, Kill Bill style blood splurts. Uh, And it's amazing. I've seen. Wednesday and Pugsley Adams on stage. Yes. Eat me. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen uh, some screenshots from later Samurai Showdown games, and man, they really go overboard with the blood. Like, there's this, like, I have to play these games because it's like, I saw a screenshot where it's like, is that like a blood tornado? What happened? There's a game I would love to do for the show. At some point in time, it is a. It's very similar to uh, Shining Force. 
It's the tactical grid turn-based yeah. RPG called Vandal Hearts. Yeah, I've heard of Vandal Hearts. Vandal Hearts. I've never and played when it, though. Whenever you kill somebody in Vandal Hearts, it is the biggest geyser gush of blood you've ever seen. Because <laughs> you see, like, their sprite, like, almost... It's something like you'd expect it out of Tron because they like like turn into triangles and disappear, but as they do, it's just like all their life's blood comes out <laughs> in a massive gush. Well, when I was looking at these screenshots from one of the other Samurai Showdown games, it took me a moment because I was like, is this a ninja technique? And I like made the photograph larger and I was like, oh no, it's just a bunch of blood just around this guy <laughs> who has died. <laughs> Let's see. What other characters? Any other characters you want to talk about? That's it. There is a boss. Uh, the guy who fights with a f- uh, Fushigi ball. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Never never saw I mean, other than like him appearing to taunt you, I never never saw him. Didn't yep. get to him. Big flowing robes, and he fights with a giant Fushigi ball. He so, like was asleep for 100 years or something. I don't, I don't know. I remember the story. I know because the SNES has like cut scenes and stuff like that where the Genesis version doesn't. Right. They kind of brief you on that stuff. Um, Let's, I mean, Nintendo does what Genesis don't. Gen, gen, gen don't. Gen insists. <laughs> what? Nintendo gen insists. Because I remember like comparing the two. Of course, the the SNES has the better sound, the better yeah. music, yeah, by far. Like comparing the two side by side, it's just like fuck, man. Super Nintendo sounds so much better. Well, yeah, the Genesis sound. I mean, it's a Genesis as fuck sounding game. Yeah, I feel like uh, the general consensus. I didn't really notice it that badly. But the internet seems to believe that the sound effects are better on the Genesis as opposed to the Super Nintendo. But the yeah. music is better on the Super Nintendo. I know there's is is it, it does it come down to like voice modulation? I think I read something about that. Like there's more um, there's more voice clips in the Genesis version. Oh, okay. Is that right? I I don't know. I just was looking over like what does most people think about this okay. game, but I don't I remember. You. So, and then I know let's see there's Super Nintendo has a few more modes of play like. Uh, there is some mode on the Super Nintendo where you don't have a health bar. You just have like five minutes and it's kill. See how many people you can kill. That's cool. To keep, you know. It's like a horde mode kind of deal. Yep. That's yep. nice. Or like, uh, what do you call it? The... Yeah, no health bar just so you can just go full out, balls uh-huh. out offense, see uh-huh. how many people you can take down. Cool. It kind of reminds me of the bonus stages in the game where you have to like chop out, chop off the straw men that pop up it's essentially like a weird showbiz pizza game (laughs) or instead of shooting the clowns with a tennis ball you have to cut them with a sword (laughs) uh let's see what else did i have yeah just the fewer character the fewer because earthquake's whole stage is also gone right in the genesis which i mean at least in shaq fu i think there were like three or four characters that were in genesis that were cut from the super nintendo so it's usually the other way around yeah but limitations i guess yeah I, I mean, what, from what I read, uh, Earthquake was removed from the game because his sprite would have had to been so large mm-hmm. because on the Genesis it's zoomed in on the battle. So I feel like the compromise that the Super Nintendo made. Make his name made, S. Earthquake for skinny Earthquake skin, and just make it smaller. T. Earthquake. Earthquake. <laughs> tiny Earthquake. <laughs> T-Man. <laughs> Quiver. <laughs> um, some things that I think set this game apart, uh, there is a rage meter. Uh when you uh, take damage, this rage meter at the bottom starts to fill mm-hmm. up. And once it's full, um, you deal a lot more damage. Uh, so once your rage meter is full, you're, I don't know exactly how it works out, but I mean, 
for example, I was playing yesterday. I was getting my ass kicked in the Neo Geo version, and then um, my rage meter hit full, and I happened to counter um, someone's move with a special move, and it took like 80% of his life away. Like Jesus like a Christ. move that would normally, you know, still take like a maybe a quarter of his mm-hmm. life away, but I mean, it just happened because that rage meter was full. Um, and it's a really cool thing because it's like you see the meter at the bottom of the screen, but you also see the character sprite change color. Yeah. Because it's like when the rage meter is full, they are red. Like you can visibly see uh, there's two visual representations of that meter. And, and I think that's really neat uh, because as they get angry, they start to get more flushed. Yeah. So I, I think that's a cool mechanic. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of Bushido Blade because that's the game where it's uh, like one hit kill. Like yep. that's what it's all about. Yeah. And it, I like the fact that because this game is weapon-based, that um, you can deal a large amount of damage just like in in one swing mm-hmm. if you if you work it right. So I think that I think that's cool. That's fun and different. I'll, yeah, I'll, I give yeah. it that. Yeah, there are a lot of fighting games I've played where they use when they use weapons. It like Marvel versus Capcom is a good example where it's like uh, Deadpool has guns in Marvel versus Capcom mm-hmm. three, but I mean they deal damage like fireballs do. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't feel like guns. They feel like projectiles. Yeah. In this game, the weapons feel like fucking weapons uh, because like whenever I'm hit by by a sword in this game, I dread looking up at my life bar because it's like I know that did a shitload of damage. Yeah. So. Um, also, something that's different in this game um, is a delivery man is running around in the background throwing items onto the stage. Um, sometimes he throws coins, sometimes he throws turkey, and sometimes he throws bombs. Uh, so it's this weird random element where I'm, I'm not fam- like I'm not used to that in any other game. Um, something that I thought was really fun to do is when he throws a bomb, just force my opponent onto the bomb. Uh, uh, there you go. And you can block the bomb blast, but I mean, there's also a good chance like um, that they'll be hit by it. Yeah. So that's another kind of random element to the game that I liked. Um, and also enemies drop coins when they die uh, because this game is big on score chasing as far as like fighting games go. Um, it, whenever you pick up coins from fallen enemies, uh, your score increases. So what's in the same universe as Scott, Scott Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's the, I, I made that connection too, so it has <laughs> to be has to be fact. Um, and then also uh, another thing is it, this appeared to happen randomly because there were times it would happen where I wasn't even pressing any buttons on the controller. But occasionally you will be forced into a power struggle where your weapon is locked with your opponent's weapon. That I do. Re- I really like that. And yeah. the animation appears of a finger pressing a button. Mm-hmm. And essentially whoever presses that their attack button faster wins that uh, power struggle, mm-hmm. disarming their opponent. Which is such a good fucking feeling because like the weapons are a big deal in this yeah. game. Like if you are weaponless... You're not completely fucked, but you are definitely at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got really cocky uh, last night. I was uh, playing as Haumaru against um, Ukio, and I disarmed him. And I was like, yes, motherfucker, you are dead. I got him in a corner. I'm stabbing him, and I go for like a heavy attack. And this is just to, this is just to illustrate that it's still possible to turn around. I come, I come with an overhead swing. This motherfucker... Claps his hands together, blade catch, catches my fucking sword, and kicks me in the stomach, and then like 
goes on to beat the fuck out of me with his fists. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody, I think somebody clipped that on the Twitch channel. If you want to see, cause like <laughs> I am blown the fuck away that it happened. Cause I just thought I was like, this is it. I've won. He's disarmed. He's in the corner. It's all over. And no, turns out, turns out I'm just bad at the game. <laughs> but I think that, um, I don't know this for sure. Uh, but I have heard that this, that, the reason I think you've got the delivery guy who throws coins and there's a score and stuff like that and he throws uh, chickens that you can eat is because this game started out as a side-scrolling brawler and turned into a fighting game. Oh, okay. Um, I would love – it, it kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like um, – to me, it kind of feels like a little final fight-ish. Uh, as far as like how the characters move and uh, the characters are designed and stuff like that. Yeah. And the fact that weapons are a big thing because weapons are a huge thing in brawling games, side-scrolling brawlers in the time. So yeah, I feel this game, like it It has some cool elements to it, but man, it, it's just horribly misplaced. Horribly misplaced. I just wish it was easier. No joke. Yeah. I just wish it was easier. I mean, it doesn't feel good to not be able to beat the game on difficulty one, yeah. which is the easiest. Yeah. I can't, uh, and I'm sure that I could do it eventually, but uh, maybe. Why? <laughs> it's fun. I, I'm yeah. going to play the Neo Geo version again. I'm never going to play the Genesis version yeah. again. It's just not going to happen because I've got, you know, options. I can play yeah. the Neo Geo version, so I'm going to do that. Play the better one. Yeah. But, and I, I will play it again. I got it on the, I got it on the Switch and that could be a game that I can just, you know, enjoy portably. Yeah. Um, but man, it is hard. Like compared to like how I'm used to being able to go through a Street Fighter game on even default difficulty. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, this game, like, dude, Samurai Showdown on the easiest difficulty for me is like going through Street Fighter 2 on the max difficulty. Like, I mean, that is oh, how that man. is how fucking hard it is and how long it takes me to get through yeah. it. And maybe I just don't understand it because I didn't play a lot of this game as a kid and I'm not super familiar with fighting games of this style. Yeah. I can see that. If it's a yeah, if everything's different, yeah, you I mean, it, you're yeah. still trying to play it in a different way. Right. Yeah, it's going to you're going to stumble a little bit. And yeah, boy did I stumble. Do you have any achievements? Yeah, I've got a couple achievements. Um, my first one is Tu Wan Fu, thanks for everything. Uh, and in order to unlock Tu Wan Fu, thanks for everything, you need to win against Wan Fu, the oiled up Chinese <laughs> king, um, as Kiyoshiro, the um, kabuki warrior. <laughs> uh, my second achievement is uh, I need to give credit to Lord Dennis for this achievement, this, cheap, this hot chivo. How you like them, Apple? <laughs> <laughs> and in order to unlock how you like them apple you need to be playing as yukio and defeat your rival haomaru but that's also another problem i have with this game is i cannot remember character mm -hmm. names because yeah. they are so they're they are so japanese which they yeah. need to be to to fit the theme of the game but for my english-speaking mind it is hard for me to to memorize names yeah. that are so so different. I'm not used to I'm not used to names like Haumaru. <laughs> uh, but in order to unlock how you like them, Apple, you need to defeat Haumaru with um, Yukio's move, where he throws an apple out and then slashes with his sword, uh, <laughs> cutting the apple into uh, multiple slices. <laughs> So there's one stage where you knock your opponent into a barrel of apples that turns over. Yeah, and you can also, mm -hmm. if you happen to, that's also, I'm glad you brought that up. A lot of the things, um, 
in the in the background are breakable. Like you can like the in San Francisco, that's the stage with the the barrels of apples. It's like on the the port. You're of, on the docks. Yeah, yeah, the docks of 1788 San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> you know the ones that totally existed uh, because we didn't invent the W and made it happen. Uh, you can slash the barrels open as well. So it's kind of like. Um, I mean, Street Fighter 2 did it, but it, I think the only time they really did it was on M. Bison's stage where you bust up the statues and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, it seemed like a lot of... Like Chun-Li's stage has the crates. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's not just M. Bison's. You're right. But it's it just seemed more prevalent in um, yeah. Samurai Showdown. And far more obvious because apples come out as opposed to just wood breaking and quickly disappearing. Right, yeah, exactly, yes. And like when you slash a barrel, it stays slashed. Yeah. It doesn't just like slash and then disappear yeah. like you're talking about, yeah. Do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, I've got two. Uh, my first one is Some Pig. And some pig. <laughs> you get that by having a perfect run as Charlotte, and then you lose to the final boss. Okay. And then my other one is Charlotte's Web. Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> she spoilers. She dies. Spoilers. <laughs> she is a spider. She's a spider. She's a dead spider, and everyone should be okay with that. Uh, my other one is like Itachi Uchiha, and you win that by. Um, Winning a battle as Hanzo by throwing no less than 10 shuriken. Ah. Now, uh, that is a character. Uh, Itachi is a character from uh, the popular anime series Naruto. Is that Naruto. correct? <laughs> and his thing are his shuriken jutsu. So. Oh, okay. Have you watched Baruto? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. I've That's... seen, because I can't, I, I see some of it on our Naruto, and I'm, I'm very interested in it because... The breakdown, because I've, I've read some of the, the manga of them growing up because their team is Sasuke's daughter, Sarada, Boruto, and then Orochimaru's son or daughter. It's kind of ambiguous. Uh, Orochimaru reproduced? Yep. Isn't he like an undead creature? Uh, he just he can body swap and he body swap into a woman's body and I had a baby. I bet he did. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's the popular theory. I don't know if it's been one hundred percent confirmed. Orochimaru is like, you know what? I'm tired of being a snake, dude. I just want to get fucked. Yeah, I wonder what this birth thing feels yeah. like. Let's you know do what? This. I think that's actually surprisingly knowable for yeah. Orochimaru. That's not like how I think he would roll. Because Orochimaru basically he gets uh, spoilers. He gets uh, he has kind of a table turn because he gets trapped in a, a jutsu that kind of he does he certainly isn't good but it kind of turns him away from the dark side and more just sort of like neutral science. I see. He th- he throws Emperor Palpatine into the Death Star. Yep, core. exactly. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> because he wants to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so it to- I get it. I get it. Right, now now you now you understand Star Wars. <laughs> Darth Vader. It does have a baby at the end of that oh, movie. Okay. I don't know if you All know right, that yeah. or not. He has snakes vomit out other uh, versions of his body. <laughs> totally. I get it it's it's happens. Fine. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> so we're done? I've had, fu- I've had fun for being tired. I've had fun. Yeah. Um, I have a few questions for you mm. before we close mm-hmm. this thing mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of which is, uh, if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, uh, what kind of beard would it be? I would give this the beard of Rode, the Brass Gunner from Shining Force 2. Nice. I, I love mm. that because I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rode is like, oh, okay, he's got this cool caravan. Now he's going to be a, car- a brass gunner, a gun. Awesome. I bet this is going to be great. And then it's not. And it's not. 
Like I thought Samurai Showdown, number two, it's going to be great. Yeah. And it's not. I was excited to play this game, and then I was disappointed in it. Yeah. And, and maybe it's because it was number two. Maybe it, maybe I hyped it up because it's like I remembered seeing it in the arcade and thinking how awesome it looked. And I was also like, well, I'm in my 30s now. I bet I'm going to be good at this game because I'm better at video games than I was as a uncoordinated kid. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that beard a lot. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would give it uh, a pair of contacts, but... It'd be a possum on a windshield. But you put <laughs> contacts bloody... on... <laughs> right? Yeah, you put the contacts on the possum's eyes and then hit it with a car. You, know, you cut it with a sword. You slice it in half. It's where a weird DM would hide magic items. So just Inside a possum's eye? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put special magical contacts on... You didn't search for it. You didn't Sorry. know. You didn't know. You, he had... The possum had lens of detection. You didn't even know it. <laughs> uh, on somebody's eyes, but they're also like just irritated like they're just so used to glasses they want to try like oh man i'll look really good in context i want to be sexy for once it doesn't work it doesn't work well that's because glasses are king yeah glasses are king i'll i mean i wear my glasses every now and then i would i'll never put in contacts Ugh. Ugh. Uh -uh. i like contacts for when i'm doing something active yeah that's the that's the one time i hate when wearing glasses is when like i have to do something that um involves contact with another person because it's like, I don't want my glasses to break. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I'm doing something active... You uh, take your glasses off when you have sex? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. There's no... Yeah, man. I got to like get my face in places. Like I can't be wearing glasses for that. Because um, two things I hate, having my glasses broken and having my lenses smeared. Fucking smeared limbs... Lim- limbses? <laughs> limbs limosas? Smeared limbses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my limbs is a smear. I ain't gonna eat your pussy with smeared limbs. <laughs> oh, your juices got down my face and smeared my lenses. I hate it. So I always take them off. Dirty bitch. <laughs> Unless I know that I'm ex- only getting a blowjob. Oh, okay. And then I'll leave then them you on see better. so I get a better view. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got one more question for you. Yes. That's a lie, actually. Ten more questions for me? Eleven more questions awesome. for you. Uh, the first of those is, if you were to buy this game used on Amazon, how much do you think you'd pay for it? Again, this is a Sega Genesis version. Sega Genesis, I bet it's, I mean, they're you know, not, not as valued as Super highly. Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> <Gina, Gina insists. laughs> um, eleven fifty. Tyler, I feel like that is a good guess. Actual. Retail value of Samurai Showdown used for the Sega Genesis on Amazon at the time of this recording is $5.95. Man, way over. Way over. Is it worth it? Nope. I say no Mm -mm. because you can get it for $8 on the eShop. Much better version. And it is a much better version. Unless you're wanting to collect... Then if I want to collect, okay. Five ninety five is a good price for a collection. Yeah. You know, for like a, a piece to in your collection. Game, yeah. But I mean, as far as like actually just buying it to play it, nope. Yep. Nope. Buy it digitally. Please. <laughs> Tyler. Yes. It sounded like we just did an edit there, but we didn't. <laughs> that was just me refocusing my energy in a different tone. <clears throat> now? Uh-huh. No. Tyler. And yeah. <laughs> and action. <laughs> Tyler. I've got a new segment that I've developed, which is actually an old segment, but I'm doing it more frequently called This is a Quiz. Are you ready for this quiz? Yes. This quiz is titled Samurai Quiz. 
<laughs> get right to the point. I know what I'm in for. Yep. I love it. All right. Bold, straightforward. Are you ready to do this? Yes. There are 10 questions, but you know how I do this. They're not questions, they're statements. Yep. Okay. I, I like that better. It's how I roll. All right. Excellent. That's our brand. That's Tadpog brand. We mm. don't ask questions here. We tell fucking facts. <laughs> <laughs> we are hard-hitting game yes. journalists yes. here at Tadpog. God, and we know so much more about video games yeah. than our listeners. All the minutiae. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even try to correct us on anything. You're wrong. <laughs> I, I would like to note that we very when, when the disclaimer at the beginning of the show was created, uh, we were both desperate to include the fact that we are not, in fact, video game experts. <laughs> yep, yeah. Because I feel like the first two years of this show was essentially our audience saying, you guys don't know shit about video games. <laughs> <laughs> or what somebody said, like, well, I'm glad one of them does. <laughs> we still don't know who no, that no. is. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> 50%? That's not bad. <laughs> uh, it turns out we're just much uh, better you, by at the way. dick jokes. <laughs> I don't know that it is me. All right, Tyler. Samurai quiz. Are you mm-hmm, ready? Mm-hmm. Number one. This is. I feel like this is a good mix. Okay. I feel like this is a good mix of easy and hard. I feel like you're gonna do well. Mm-hmm, okay. Right off the gate. Here we get softball. Softball question. Softball's fact. One of Akira Kurosawa's best known works, where where samurai warriors are hired by local farmers to protect their land from bandits. I almost said the title. <laughs> where seven samurai exactly, are hired. <laughs> What happened was when I edited the sentence from Wikipedia, all I did was take the word seven out. <laughs> and my brain was like, the word seven belongs You'll never know. Never. <laughs> uh, yeah, seven, seven. Right? Very good. Good job. Question two of Samurai Quiz, Tyler. Are you ready? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Kenoichio Harada was a mutant with the power to charge a katana. What? <laughs> Is that true or false? Name the name the character. Okay. Kinuichio Harada was a mutant with the power to charge a katana. Man, I have n- like it sounded like you just said gibberish to me. I have no idea. All right, let me break it down to two words: mm-hmm. mutant katana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mutant katana. And charge one. It's that makes it's, you think you store sort of energy in it. It's his mutant power. It's his mutant power. Uh, the only person I know that can charge a weapon is Gambit, and it doesn't sound like this is Gambit. That is it. Well, you, you don't. Gambit's a samurai. Oh, uh, <laughs> he's a Cajun samurai. Gamberai. That's his, that was his, game, his samurai version. His true name is Gambit. Do you know what Gambit means? A, a, a gamble, a risk. Wrong. Look it up in Webster's. It means uh, gai, samurai. Gaijin samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the answer I'm looking for is Silver Samurai. Oh. Silver okay. Samurai. Uh, only thing I know about Silver Samurai uh, is what he was in uh, Marvel's Capcom 2. <laughs> yeah, and he was in um, what the second Wolverine Origins movie. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. Which I, I felt like got panned a little bit, but I actually liked. I liked yeah. how they treated, yeah, I like, I like that movie. I thought that should have been an easy one, but man, Silver Samurai was just like, Brain, anything? No, man, we got nothing. nothing. We got nothing, man. I thought it was going to be an easy one, but I was wrong. Uh, number three. Say Gambit. I know. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound stupid at all, yes. man. Just say Gambit. All your nerves are slamming the button labeled Gambit in your brain. There's like Gambit. Double down. Fact three, Tyler. Actually a Ronin, this rabbit sells his services as a bodyguard. Usagi Yojimbo? Nailed it. Usagi Yojimbo. Very good. That's a series of comics that I desperately want to read all Mm. of. Um, 
Maybe I need to pay a visit to Amazon. Number four, Tyler, another Ronin. He travels with a spirited 15-year-old girl and a brash vagabond. He Gene? Ooh, yes. Okay. Uh, Jin from Jin. Uh, Samurai Champloo. Number five, Tyler. You didn't even need the, you didn't even need the follow-up sentence to Just that. Just because we talked about it. Which was going to be, he is known for his stoic demeanor and his spectacles. <laughs> That's such a good show. It Samurai is so Champloo good. is so fucking Fuck, good. Fuck, man. It is a really amazing show. Especially the part where he falls in love with that prostitute. Yeah. Like that, That's that, a really man, good episode. Really good episode. Yeah. Um... That's the episode I feel like where I really started to come around on his character was that that's such a memorable episode. He was like, he was basically lawful dick into that point. Right, absolutely. All right, number five, Tyler. A middle-aged warrior with a mustache and a dead family. A middle-aged warrior with a mustache and a dead family. I do have a follow-up sentence. I'm just curious if you can get it based on this. I don't. I need it. Here, here it is. The follow-up sentence, aka Mister Thou. Oh, Cyan Garamond. Exactly, Cyan Garamond. Very good. I knew that that was very cryptic because that was such a. I knew you knew the answer to that. I wanted. So you to, had to make it. Extra I had to make cryptic. it super cryptic. Yes. Um, number six, Tyler. These three. Feline cyborgs who work in a pizzeria were assigned to stop Big Cheese from taking over Little Tokyo. It sounds badass, doesn't it? Read it again. These three feline cyborgs who work in a pizzeria were assigned to stop Big Cheese from taking over Little Tokyo. Three feline cyborgs. I don't know. Samurai pizza cats. <laughs> no, no idea. that no doesn't idea. register. Nope. Oh man, you need to get on. Yeah, I haven't seen all of Samurai Pizza Cats, but you need to, you need to get on it. Because uh, look, that premise is amazing. It's three fucking cyborg cats. I think they're actually more ninja-like than they are samurai. Mm. But I, this was a case where I think it was an American cartoon that was based on an, an actual anime. So there's a lot of like weird. I can't understand what they're saying. Just make it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, are these cats? Sure. <laughs> they look like robots. They're both. It's fine. <laughs> Tyler, number seven. Technically, an unnamed samurai who was sent through time to a dystopian future ruled by a t- mm. ooh ruled by a tyrannical shape shifting demon. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Very good, Tyler. That is a show that I haven't seen. I have not seen the I saw the original. I have not yet seen the reboot. Samurai Jack is good. Samurai I, Jack is a damn good show. I heard that the revival was a little underwhelming. Wow. Which but that's it'd just be, what it'd I heard. be hard to not be. Yeah. Very good, Tyler. Number eight. This one I was so delighted. Because I was like, this one, this is a Tyler question. This is a good one. He played the Saturday Night Live Samurai, whose sketches featured mm. the character in different occupations that would not be expected for a samurai. He always performed these, tax, these tasks perfectly, despite scaring his clients repeatedly. What I want to know is who played the Saturday Night Live Samurai. John Belushi. John Belushi. Very good. Samurai delicatessen. <laughs> the moment I saw, the moment I was like, yes, that's a perfect one for Tyler. I wouldn't have known that. I'm not, I wasn't familiar oh, with that yeah. character. Yeah, because I don't go Him back like that spreading far. mayonnaise with his katana and like trying to cut subs in half. <laughs> it sounds, it sounds like it would have been funny. good. Okay. Number nine, Tyler. A manga series inspired by soul and hip hop music 
along with American media. It follows the life of an individual who witnessed his father being killed by a gunslinger while he was a child. The manga was adapted into an anime miniseries in 2007. Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai, correct. Never seen it, but I have the soundtrack, and I've done a lot of gaming on the soundtrack. Ooh, I haven't seen it, or I guess I have heard the soundtrack, maybe just in one of the games that you've run. Yep. Number 10, Tyler, we're almost there. I feel like you've done very well. Um, Is that fucking Silver Samurai? Silver Samurai and Samurai (laughs) Pizza Cats. I feel like the only two that you missed. Uh, Silver Samurai, I expected you to get. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm like, (laughs) man. Samurai Samurai Pizza Pizza Cats. Cats. I was was doomed from the (laughs) get-go. I, I got to throw one in there like that. <laughs> All right, number 10. Like, okay, number 10. This was the name of the samurai that I pretended to be when I was eight. <laughs> did you say <laughs> You heard me answer the question. Number 10. A reoccurring summon in the Final Fantasy series uh, who first appeared in Final Fantasy X. Yojimbo. Yojimbo. He acts as a sword for hire and has four different attacks depending on how much the player how pays him. And. And I also had Sean Miller's favorite summon, I believe. Really? Mm -hmm. He's a really cool looking summon. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, they do a really good job in 10, I think, of all the summons. Uh, I know 10 gets a lot of shit because it's poorly voice acted. Um, (laughs) Because it's poor. I don't think 10 is bad. I don't think 10 is. 10, other than the only gripe that I have with 10, which I feel like is a big one, though, is the grid system all being connected. So mm-hmm. every character except Yuna all become exactly the same the character. Same. When you that, max them out, that kind of ruins it for me. But that's the punishment for being a completionist. Mm. You're not supposed yeah. to be awarded for doing all the things. <laughs> You're supposed to get to the end and be like, ah, fuck. <laughs> exactly. So, other than that, I was fine with it. I, the I, voice acting didn't even bother me that much. Yeah. So uh, Final Fantasy X has the hottest character in a Final Fantasy game. Lulu. Lulu. Yeah. Yeah. Waka. Waka. The <laughs> mm. the. The Joey, the Joey for <laughs> uh, Final yes. Fantasy. I Fuck fucking yes. hate him. Even though he's voiced by um, shit Bender. What's his name? The voice actor, uh, Dimaggio. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about yeah. Phil Hawkins. Was like, well, like, like <laughs> Phil Lamar. Uh, he does several voices on that, but um, yeah. But I hated Waka <sighs> so much. Yikes. Yeah. No, Waka was not. I, I got to where I fucking loved Blitzball, but yeah, yeah not yeah, a fan of Waka. Yeah, Blitzball wasn't bad. But I, at any moment, I was expecting Waka to be like, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed That was a good quiz. I like that. that Thank was you. Good. Thank that you. That was good. Thank you. Thank you for taking it. You did very well. Yeah. You did very I could, well. I could take it. I could fucking take it yeah, very well. Yeah. You did good. You took all of it. The full <laughs> girth. If, if, full length, full girth. 80% of it. 80%. I can take 80% yeah, of it. You took 80, you took 80% of it. That's pretty fucking good. That's not bad. That's pretty fucking you good. Can, you can work if you're only no, getting that's 80% really good. of it. Yeah. Well, look, we keep, we'll we keep finished. trying. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep trying. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> and give no, up. No, you didn't. You didn't tap out. This is, a, no. yeah, this is a weird conversation to be having over candlelight. <laughs> I think it's the perfect yeah. conversation. Right. Oh. Anything else? We good? Uh, if we, I had something prepared in case we needed to fill time, but I don't think that we do. We don't. We're right at time. It was a quiz called, uh, are you a ninja or a samurai? I think we should take it next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. We need to figure out what we're going to do. We'll talk about it. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be a show. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So to miss the next episode, we just said we didn't know. Yeah, so we we'll don't figure know. it out. Maybe it'll be Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yep, quite possibly. Maybe. Yep. Maybe it'd be Call of Cthulhu. Depends on. It'll either be 
because well, I would like to have one more session of Call of Cthulhu. My pl- my idea is to wrap it up, the next episode being the finale. And of course, I want to do a finale episode where the game is concluded and then do an episode over laying everything out. One where we can just bullshit. Yep. And like not try really hard on an episode. Right. Yeah, I love it. Just talk about that, yeah. like what what you missed, what you got, what res- what more fiction, more reality, like just explain, break the game down completely. And I also, if you're okay with it, that is the episode that I would like to play all the submissions for Oh God, the Squid, yep. which I've been receiving, yep. <laughs> which in 2008, I made a Facebook note. Do you remember Facebook notes? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> um, where I asked for submissions for people to say, Oh God, the Squid. No one, no one fucking like even paid attention to it really. Um, and then out of the blue, Brad, like the like I was, this is not a joke. I was getting a shaved ice, and I got a notification that Brandon had made a comment on that note saying, "Is this still is this still a thing you still that you need?" need? This? Right. And I replied right there while I was waiting for my tie dye shaved ice. I was like, "Yes, of course." And then that fucking note blew the fuck up with Tadfog listeners. <laughs> And I, my favorite thing is Jacob's comment, like 2008 Dave would be uh, absolutely amazed by this response, <laughs> considering that 2008 Dave got absolutely fucking nothing. No. Yep. So that night I got like five that were sent in from uh, Slap Brother Sean of Nerdy Thursday, <laughs> and I got a, a long one uh, that was sent in by Soul. Uh, Yarn, God, Soul Sister Yarn Sorceress Chandra. Man, that's a tough one. <laughs> and we're the Master Paul Corn. So <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna send in a recording of you saying "Oh God, the Squid," then I say send it in. I don't know how you Please. can get it to me, but you, you figure it out. The onus is on you. Yeah, you you fucking you want it so bad, you figure it out. And don't call and leave a voicemail because we will not get that. Nope, <laughs> not until next February. <laughs> Not until 10 more years have passed for it to be open again. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, what? Oh, if you want to send us something. Yeah. I know we have, I think we have another package waiting for us somewhere. But please uh, send anything you want to us at Tadpog Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, Mm-hmm. You can call us if you want. 270-883-2555. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, we have moved... A lot of our calls to Patreon mm-hmm. exclusive bonus episodes. We'll do some here when we have time. But yeah, we yeah. haven't really needed to fill time recently, um, and also we haven't sent in. I, I haven't sent any of our calls to our very expensive screening service. Yeah, so uh, kind of on me. It's time consuming process. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have shirts on Amazon. Yep, those are still up there. Yep. Uh, we have an Instagram tap underscore podcast. Uh, it's mostly dead. I keep saying I need to get on it, but I don't. It's basically a vehicle for terrified Michelle to send me live commentary. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, anything else? Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh-huh. Um, like us on Facebook if you haven't yet. Uh, you can also find us on Tadpog Nation, um, which is a Facebook group where grandmas are not allowed and you can say whatever you want. It has been Zerg rushed so hard by bots. By bots. It's ridiculous. Like, I have... I have rejected hundreds of bots at this point. So we made it. If yeah, if <laughs> I'm if you have wanted to get in and I have declined you, I apologize because some of those bot profiles are very convincing. Yeah. So if you want to get in and you and you got declined, send me a message yeah. and then I'll send you an invite. Also, I apologize. We should just get we should get some more mods too. 
Because yeah. essentially right now it's you, me, and Micah. Yep. Exalted Lord Micah Purdue. Yep. Um, maybe we should maybe get a few more mods that can help handle okay. the work now that we're being inundated by bots. Because so we, we made it. We pick our favorites? Okay. Yeah. This is All where right. we pick our favorites. <laughs> Actually, I tell you what. If you want to be a mod on Tadpog Nation Facebook group, start a campaign. We'll have we'll have an election. <laughs> there you go. All right, that's a good use of polls. And then, yeah, exactly. It's like let us know that you want to do it. We'll add you to the poll, and then the nation will vote. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Uh, we also have a uh, Patreon, which is a thing that you can go and do if you want to give us money. There is a benefit to doing that. If you do give us, uh, if you chip in a dollar, as little as a dollar a month. You get access to all the bonus episodes that we do monthly and have done. There's actually a fuckload of content on there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're getting a really fucking sweet deal uh, with, by, by chipping in a dollar. I would like to thank maybe just one person. We haven't had a lot of action recently on there. I'm scrolling through frantically. Uh, but I know that I would like to thank Faceful of Alien Wing Wong yeah. for recently upping his Patreon donation. Thank you so very much for that. And I am scrolling through to make sure I haven't missed anybody. Also, if I've missed you, let me know, and I'll automatically make you a mod of Tadpog Nation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you want to cut through the election? Look, this is bureaucracy. This is just just fucking corruption. Tadpog's a corporation, so it's fine. Corporations are people. Distilled corruption right here. (laughs) Uh, so Faceful of Alien Wing Wong, thank you very much. And I want to plug one more thing. I want to plug uh, the Twitch channel. I want to uh, mm-hmm. because in Tadpog Nation we are doing an Ultra Street Fighter Two tournament, mm-hmm. and it's my job to hype the fight that I am going to have on Friday with Kyle Collins of the Experience Grind oh, Podcast. It's going to be pod- it's going to be content creator v content creator. Um, I stream Thursdays through Mondays at 10.30 Central, so hopefully on Friday it's going to be sometime in that 10.30 Central range. We are going to fight. I am convinced that he is going to beat me. But if you win, we get Sound Engineer Andre. Th- those are the stakes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. If he wins, he gets nothing. He gets to be, he's beating you. That's, 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 all, that's all he yeah. needs. Yeah. Yes, but if, but if we win, we get, we get, we get Andre. Andre. Yeah. Yeah. In all, in all of the things that he does. Right. All of it. So we, this is a thing that Kyle and I have agreed upon. Yeah. No, he's in, it was his idea. Yeah, I thought it was really nice <laughs> yeah, of him. It was like, very yeah, nice. He's You're very, that confident. He's, he's very confident. He's so cocky. Oh, very he's so confident cocky. in his ability to put Andrew on the line <laughs> on like the line, that. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's a long drive, and, and he only gets paid in beer. So Right. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty good deal. I wish we I wish we had a sound <laughs> engineer, Andrew, real bad. Uh, so that's it. You can find us. Just do a search for Tadpog um, on Twitch. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, I urge you to. That is a. I am really trying to grow that channel uh, and try to stay active. Uh, that is a thing that you're doing a really good job about it too. Thank you. I've almost stuck to my schedule for a full month. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's that doesn't sound like much to brag about, but that is five nights a week of like you know three to four hours it's of fucking, streaming. It's impressive. So it's we'll very see. Impressive. Uh, check it out, please. Uh, let's see. Our theme song is Move. Let's take more drive. Please that track. The insurance at tagblock.com. Mm-hmm. How do you want to close this one out, Dave? Oh, boy. I haven't thought about it. Um, I'd say our favorite samurai, but you know what? The, uh, samurai are just people. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. We're all, we're all samurai. We're all uh, samurai spirits. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I wish Tropical Capricorn had a W in it, because I'd say let's do it without the W. Or let's do it mostly consisting of W's. Okay, I love it. So like Barbara Walters. <laughs> yep. like, a, like a bad Barbara Walters impression. Yeah. All right, we got it. <laughs> so until next, next time. Mm-hmm.
We sounded like Homestar Runner. <laughs> Man, yeah, we did. That's what it was. It wasn't Barbara Walters. Uh, actually, Homestar Runner is Barbara Walters. I don't know if you knew this. Little known fact.